relax, leaning back, allowing the shoulders to drop, just softening within, allowing the oxygen to travel through you, following, following it into the belly, and then exhaling. Slowing down, allowing your body to slow down, allowing yourself to relax, allowing yourself to get comfortable with where you are. We're going to take another inhale here. Through the nose, this time relaxing the eyebrows and the jawline, the ears. Really filling that space within. When you get to the top of that breath, give yourself a moment to pause and inhale some more. So just filling that space a little bit more. Pause and then continue to fill. Sometimes we're in a, when we're in a rush, we, we try to rush and then we go fast and faster just means we take in less oxygen and there's not enough time to fill the space within. And exhale. We're gonna do one more. Inhaling through the nose. Allow those shoulders to drop the collarbones as well. Just notice what rises when you inhale. Just allow your nervous system to begin to slow down. And then when you're ready, feel free to adjust accordingly. If you're seated, notice if you need any more support support is always available. When we feel more supported, we usually feel more comfortable within ourselves and it's easier for us to be authentically present, fully, fully present in, in our body. So much of the day we spend in an uncomfortable space we're moving, we're pushing, we're active. So take the time to peel back and ask yourself, what would make me feel more comfortable here? Sometimes it could be a pillow. If you feel like you need a drink of water, hydrate. Just notice what that is. So today we're gonna talk a little bit about processing um, trauma and what tools are available to us in our own bodies. As we move through this meditation, feel free to stay still, kind of commit to a sense of stillness. Even if you start feeling emotionally uncomfortable, Allow your breath to move through you 
rather than start adjusting physically. Because when we physically adjust, we're usually escaping the experience. And if we're trying to process something, it's better to take the time to stay still, physically still, so there can be emotional movement. And we can do this through taking deeper breaths. So as you feel, if there is discomfort, as we begin to break some stuff down, if there is discomfort, just take deeper breaths, slower breaths. So the beauty of life and experiences are that our life force is like a temperature gauge. It's like a temperature gauge of hot and cold, right? So just like with the oven, right? Or a hot and cooling system. What has to happen in our life is we have to connect with the dial. For so many of us, we're unsure of how, where the dial is, first of all. We're, un, we're, we're not aware that we have the ability to control the temperature. And this can be physically and emotionally. So just like when somebody is frustrated, right? We use the term, you know, they're getting heated or I am heated because naturally emotions will allow us to feel temperature as in warmer or cooler. Knowing that, it's acknowledging that that dial is available to us. When there is more stillness within, we're able to, through breath work and slowing down, we have the ability to begin to control that dial. So for example, summertime, you want to walk a little bit slower, even though you want to get out of the heat. If you walk a little slower, you won't get so hot so fast. So it's just acknowledging how to balance that temperature. So with a negative emotion, with a negative emotion, what usually comes with that is a sense of looking down. So we're going to talk about the eyes for a second. So the beauty in, when we break down yoga in general, something that we learned in yoga class was instead of communicating an entire pose, what you do is you communicate where you are in the breath. So if it's you're inhaling or exhaling, where the hands go and the feet, but then where the eyes go, right? So if, if I say to you, look to your right, look up, look down, what ends up happening is, is you are automatically, your body is going to go where your eyes go. And we know this from Shema. It says, you know, Don't go after your heart and after your eyes. And why the eyes? Because the body follows the eyes. The emotions follow. Everything follows the eyes. So if I say, 
look to the right, your entire, your, your, your head turns, but there's an energy shift as well. So when we're feeling down or stressed or heated, a lot of times what ends up happening with our eyes is we look down. There's this kind of heaviness and the focus is on the lower part of our bodies, on the, on the grounding of who we are. We struggle with finding our footing. A really great trick when we are struggling emotionally, if you want to shift to more of a positive emotion so just like if you're going to turn to the right right so you're going to turn your head to the right you'll you'll feel right when you're going on slow what you'll do is you're going to feel something shift within you if you're trying to create more of a positive experience for yourself the greatest way to do this is to look up so you sit back and you look up and you can try this even right now just look up and notice and then take a breath, right? So just go slowly. The best way to do this is follow the follow the wall up to the the corner, like to the to the corner where the ceiling meets the wall. And take a breath. And I want you to notice if there is a shift in the emotion from a negative to positive, or even if you were okay, if you started your day today okay, noticing if there's this elevation, this support that's available to you when you look up. So that's kind of the idea, the concept with the eyes, that a lot of what we experience, we have two ways of shifting things. We have the internal, experience and then there is external support so that's why like adding movement to our day daily stretching and things like that really help because the external will help the internal support so one of the greatest ways to shift that as well is to notice where your eyes are and notice that what you're seeing right so what you're seeing and how you're looking, right? So it's how you're looking and where you're looking from can really help shift your mood. So that's that's something that's available to you at all times. So just noticing that. The next thing is, is that a lot of people, what we'll do is we enter relationships. From a space, and this could be a relationship with um, people around us. That could be intimate partners or just friends, family, anything like that. But then also when it comes to business or even a project, right? So I'm going to talk about this from a project perspective. So if it's wanting to lose weight, introduce a healthier lifestyle, introduce more of a calm environment, right? A lot of times what happens is, is a lot of people enter through a vulnerable state first. And when they, they 
go in vulnerably rather than from a place of trust. So first we have to build trust and then we could be vulnerable. But a lot of the times what's happening is we go in, we feel vulnerable, and then we struggle with trusting. So from a healthy perspective, when we're trying to make any kind of changes in our life or add something beneficial or productive, it's always making sure that trust is built before vulnerability is is attached. So just noticing that, just paying attention to that. And trust, trust itself is, is built only from a place of rest and digest. So when we experience, when we come from a place where we've experienced trauma, right? And everybody, everybody has, you know, their level of, of what they experience and how they experience it. What happens is trauma in itself creates a challenge in a way that is, we struggle to rest. So when when we're in a place of, of, of experiencing traumas or in the process, right? If that's become a pattern in our life, what ends up happening is, is we consistently are in survival mode. There's, con- there's this, you know, elevated levels of cortisol, uh, which, which elevates our blood sugar levels. There's a lot of like survival, right? The animalistic part of us comes out and we're constantly on call. And then we're making a bunch of decisions as if we were going to war rather than living and experiencing things from a human space. So to shift that, it's acknowledging that it's if, if we grew up in survival mode, we haven't learned how to add rest into our experience. Resting is a very, very important part. Digestion of emotions is a very, very important part of feeling human and balancing out our nervous system. A great way to do this is to make sure on a daily basis you get some sunlight, you go for a walk, or you can, if you can, if it's possible to carve out about an hour, about an hour of self-care for yourself. So the thing is, then the next thing that happens in that in that space is what happens when we come from a place that we grow up with this, you know, this traumatic experience where when we think about rest, the second thing we think about rest is that it's unproductive. A lot of times there's a lot of guilt around rest as in if we're produ- if, if if we're going to rest, we're not going to be productive. And then that is a sign that we're lazy. There's like this critical thinking that's connected to to rest. And that, going back to like 
the the heat and the cooling, the balance, we 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 turn up the dial where it becomes uncomfortable and that the negative voices come in. So we, what we want to do is understand that rest is a really really important part where as in it's it's not it doesn't come from a lazy place. It comes from a digestive place. Um, but eliminating some of those critical thoughts can actually really, really help. The next thing is in environments that, again, unhealthy environments or not supportive environments, a lot of time there's a lot of guilt. As in, we believe we haven't earned the right to rest. And it's it's not something we've come up on, with on our own. It's that when boundaries aren't set or you've been given more responsibility than is I guess necessary or out of you know just out of you know there's no choice and again we're not blaming anyone it's just what we're doing is creating awareness around our process so we can shift it right so I always remind everybody that parents do the best they can with what they have so knowing that every single one of our parents have tried their best so the beauty is, is that we are in a space where we have more knowledge and this knowledge is available to us so we can introduce some of this stuff. So in, in, un, in a space where there's unconditional love, you don't feel the need to earn, to earn love, to earn any, to, to earn, you know, the possibility to rest. So it's... The next thing is just tackling that and being mindful that it's not something that has to be earned. It has, it's such an, it's, it's such an important part of, um, of being able to live in general. So another thing is feeling like if you're, if you're scared that if you do take that rest, you're going to fall behind. As in, there's so much to do that you're gonna fall behind. Something that's really interesting, I was talking to one of my sisters yesterday and we were talking about like the concept of parents taking the time to spend with their kids. It's like, what kind of message are we giving our kids when we're giving our kids messages? So if, if we take the time to eliminate some distractions, right? So let's say if you, if you simplify your, your food, you simplify your intake, and you simplify, um, let's say, the way you dress, right? What you're doing is, is you're eliminating the brain space, right? There's a lot of occupation, right? So everything takes up real estate, emotional real estate. If we're really worried about how we present ourselves and um and you know like like this inconsistency in what we're eating like oh we're gonna just decide as we move through it what ends up happening is it becomes this like emotional roller coaster and it takes up a lot of time when and, and again this could be applied to anything so it's just taking that and, and putting it into your own whatever that context is for yourself but the message that a lot of kids grow up with is they, they see that, that, that adults are very busy, right? So they're busy. There's two things adults, me included, say. Very busy, I have no time. 
So the message that kids get is that adults are very busy and have no time. But when we take the time to understand that rest, rest is essential, we won't fall behind, as in the spiritual part of, of, of the experiences, we will have the siyata dishmaya, we will have the divine intervention, we will have what we need to be able to get what we need done, right? And it's it's more important to, to you, you aren't busy, your schedule is busy, as in you will do your best to get there, as in you can make yourself a, a, a schedule, you can make yourself a schedule, and try to stick to it, but know that you aren't run by your schedule. There is, poss- there is a possibility for things to come up that you just need to stop and really, really experience the experience fully. But when we give ourselves, when we've built that muscle of rest, we, allow- we give ourselves that time. And also we're not wasting time with that animalistic part of who we are, right? The, the, that trying to chase something, like, like you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, you know, like a tiger is chasing us, right? So it, it isn't like this fight or flight constantly. We're in a space where we're constantly relaxed. The focal point is more, am I comfortable? Am I safe, right? I'm feeling safe, I'm feeling comfortable. And then we don't feel like we're falling behind we can take that time to rest because it's we're human and we understand that it has value. And then we take rest in the right time, in the right way, rather than than like dump or 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 you know this toxicity that kind of builds up and, and, and creates chaos within. Um, the last thing is is we struggle when okay rest in itself when we take this time to rest what we're doing is creating a container for ourselves creating a safe space we're building a place to contain our emotions our emotional experiences but for a lot of us we struggle with building that container the kaylee the vessel to contain it because when in manipulative experiences and in and when somebody's trying to control, right? So if somebody's trying to control a situation, what they do is they don't make you self-reliant. So there's no independence. There's always a codependency. So we're not given the tools to make ourselves feel better. We don't, we're not sure what our, um, our soothing mechanisms are, those safe spaces within and so it's 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 like for some of us we just haven't built it and it's like a muscle that needs to be built so when we take that time to rest what we're doing is is we're getting familiar with ourselves we're getting familiar with the muscles within and what we can begin to process is the emotional experiences and it has the space to hold like we have a, we have space to hold and hold it and contain it in a healthy manner. So that's kind of the process of building, building, building trust with ourselves. Trust can only be built if there's something to build it off of. And we can only build trust in a space where we're quiet and calm 
and this container is available as a foundation for the vulnerability to, to just flourish the way it needs to. So the thing is, is if we just try to build right emotional experiences, which turn into this vulnerability, the dial, we don't have a dial on, we don't have control of the dial. We're not sure where that is. Things catch fire. They get, we get, we, we get very hot and cold. There's a lot of hot and cold and we struggle. So if we take that time to understand that the rest, rest is such a valuable part of, and it's necessary, it's, it's a necessary part of our daily experience, we have an automatic built-in trust, which, which creates just a healthy environment for us to, to feel how we're feeling. And it's not like n- nobody can puncture that. So thank you so much for joining me today. I hope that was clear. As you move through the day, take the time to notice if any of these things come up, if, if, if you struggle with giving yourself permission to rest, if you feel like you're, you have that container available for yourself emotionally, or do you reach out to others when you're feeling a certain way? And then notice if there's any guilt around taking that time to rest as well. So just notice your relationship with the rest. And as you move through that, just notice if you're able to build more trust and have more control over that dial. And again, back to one of the things that I said in in the beginning is just noticing where your eyes are, right? So like looking up, will relieve some of that emotional burden, noticing where you're looking, where you're looking from, how you're looking at something, and if that is helpful for you. So thanks, thanks for another beautiful day. And go out there and uh, slay the day. I'll take, I'll take questions if anyone has any. Um, yeah, if anyone has anything they want to share, feel free to, uh, to unmute.